Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour. Bonjour. (laughs) Here we go. So grateful to join together and to recognize the perfect love that we are. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and I'm so grateful for A Course in Miracles, and I'm so grateful for you and our connection by means of this podcast. I really do feel it, and uh, yeah, I feel my heart opening right now just saying that. And I can understand that some people might be like, "Eh, what kind of BS is that? But we share the same mind. We share the same life. And we can feel each other. So let's move into our heart, place our hand on our heart, and call for a blessing right here, right now. Let's be grateful and thankful that there is just one life, one power, one presence, One love, and we're it, tag, we're it. We are grateful and thankful to partner up with that higher Holy Spirit self, the mighty I am presence, the pure presence, the highest love that there is, is awakened alive in our mind. We claim it. We are willing to let go of the past. We are willing to let go of lack and limitation thinking. We are willing to remember that our life is a life of pure holiness. We are already as holy as holy can be. We cannot become any more holy. God cannot give us any more gifts. All that could be given is given. Nothing has been held back. So we open our hearts and minds to receive it fully. And in order to receive it fully, we recognize, we extend it. So we are consciously coming together to extend the love, the light, the compassion, the joy, the freedom, the prosperity, the beauty, the all good of God shining in our hearts and minds now and forever in gratitude, sharing the benefits of our healing connection with everyone. We let the healing be. We know it's done. And so it is. Amen. 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 Yes. Oh my goodness. Big yes. So today we're talking about special hate and special love. And This is a powerful and really transformative thing to be aware of. So uh, early uh, early days of this podcast, I did quite a quite a lot of the first I don't know eight years or so. I did a lot of episodes on relationship. And uh, I particularly focused on that usually in the month of February. Now, you might realize that uh, if you're on an Apple device, iTunes will only hold 300 episodes in the podcast. So if you're accessing this by means of the podcast, you are only going to see the 300 most recent episodes, but we've got well over 500 episodes. So the first couple hundred episodes are in um, another podcast called A Course in Miracles Archive. And I've talked about special relationships many times and focused really on special love relationships. So I'm not going to go over that right now because I I don't want to be too redundant. Um, So, but the special love relationship is basically you plus me equals shelter from the storm. You are, your personality, your presence in my life, your body temple, uh, that is my salvation versus our spiritual connection. 
So it's the you complete me kind of relationship. That's a special relationship. In the you complete me kind of relationship, I'm coming into it feeling incomplete. I'm coming into it feeling vulnerable, that I'm not enough. You validate me. You complete me. You make me feel whole. But this is the kind of illusory, temporary sense sensation or ses, uh, uh, what's the word the cessation of the or satiation <laughs> lots of options there of the wanting needing craving that cannot be fulfilled by any anything in this world including any experience in this world because the sense of lack and limitation comes from feeling separate from God. So the only way to fulfill and eliminate that sense of lack and limitation is through the full recognition that there's only one, there is no separation, we are united now and forever. That's the only lasting healing. And... Our relationships are the number one thing that we have in this world to bring us to that place of awakening by means of the holy relationship. So special relationship affirms lack and limitation. It affirms, I don't have what it takes, I need you. Holy relationship is so different. Holy relationship is people coming together, recognizing they're already complete and celebrating that. Celebrating the unity of all life. Celebrating their connection with spirit. That's what holy relationships bring to us. Is that deeply, deeply healing, nourishing opportunity. This is why Jesus tells us in the Course that our brothers and sisters are our salvation. In the chapter 16, there's a section number 4, which is entitled The Illusion and the Reality of Love. And Jesus begins by saying to us, Be not afraid to look upon the special hate relationship, for freedom lies in looking at it. Be not afraid to look upon the special hate relationship, for freedom lies in looking at it. So most people have somebody in their life that really bothers them, that irks them, irritates them, even someone they think that they hate, they despise. And that's what he's talking about here. Be not afraid to look upon the special hate relationship, for freedom lies in looking at it. So we can look at it without being in the presence of the person that that irks us so much. Yay, hallelujah for that. Of course, our methodology is really to give it to that higher Holy Spirit self, the mighty I Am Presence, to do the undoing of the blocks to love. It's the fastest path. And so, let's just go the fastest path and stop the suffering, literally, for God's sakes. (laughs) So... Be not afraid to look upon the special hate relationship, for freedom lies in looking at it. It would be impossible not to know the meaning of love except for this. What? Let's find out what that means. For the special love relationship in which the meaning of love is hidden is undertaken solely to offset the hate, but not to let it go. Okay, so this is the kind of thing that Jesus gives us where if you just read that and keep going, you're going to miss it, most likely. So let's look at it carefully. It would be impossible 
not to know the meaning of love except for this. So, another way to say that is, this is the way to know the meaning of love. Look at the special hate relationship and you will discover the meaning of love. The special love relationship in which the meaning of love is hidden is undertaken solely to offset the hate, but not to let it go. So the special love relationship is not actually a love relationship. And the meaning of love, which is the joining, the return to sanity, all of that is hidden in the special relationship, in the special love relationship. It's hidden. Because when we're in a special love relationship, inevitably what starts out as, Hallelujah, I found my my port in the storm. I found my healing place. I found my salvation in my brother, my sister, in this special love relationship. Hallelujah. I'm now complete. Inevitably, it has to become revealed that no, no, this is not what I thought it was. That only a holy relationship can give me that recognition that I'm already complete. I do not need validation because I am of God. I am part of God. God is what I am. So the holy relationship reveals that to us, that we're all part of God, not separate. The special relationship sends us further looking for relief. And so what happens is people keep looking for relief in the special love relationship. You know, it's the looking for love in all the wrong faces and places. And we either give up in this lifetime, become bitter and uh, despairing, depressed, or we say there must be a better way. So this is the purpose of the special relationship to drive us to the point of we're going to look for a better way this lifetime or another. And I say, let's just do it right this minute. So I say to the Holy Spirit, show me the better way. Help me see the better way. Make the better way so bright, so shiny, so clearly attractive that I cannot miss it and I cannot conceive of choosing any other way. Why not? Why not say it like that? I I, I, I can remember when I first started working with the Holy Spirit this way, the higher self, the true identity, the I am that I am. When I first started working with my own holiness this way, I would do things like I'd go to the grocery store and I'd say, let me only purchase that which is helpful to me. Nothing else. Only that which is truly valuable to me. Not to my personality, but to me my very beingness, what will help me wake up in this world, what will help me feel good, nothing that would make me feel bad in the eating of it, nothing that would, by buying it or consuming it, would increase my sense of guilt and shame. Let me only become interested in or even notice or see, touch or engage with that which is truly helpful to me. And we can walk in the world being truly helpful, not just to ourselves, but to everyone. I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent the one who sent me. 
And I don't have to wonder what to say or what to do because the one who sent me will direct me. And I'm content to be wherever spirit directs me because spirit is always with me. Even if I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. I am with me. The I am that I am is with me, can never leave me. In the Course, Jesus says he is always with us. And remember, there is no separation. There's no separation between our holiness and Jesus' holiness. There's just unity. And so that eternal, infinite, unchanging holiness is always with all of us. And we are waking up to that remembrance and to recognize it in our brothers and sisters as well as ourselves. Hallelujah. 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 I I used to really get this sense of hallelujah. The day has come. The Lord has come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the special love relationship is undertaken solely to offset the hate, but not to let it go. What hate is that? Well, what comes instantly into my mind is the self-hatred. The self-hatred born of the deep guilt. So the special relationship, anybody who's been in one and who hasn't, (laughs) anyone who's experienced a special relationship we know that it reveals a deep sense of personal inadequacy. So maybe at some point in the beginning, it starts with, oh my God, you complete me. But then it reveals, I am profoundly incomplete and you do not complete me. You're supposed to complete me, but you're failing at it. I'm failing at it. It's not working. And what that reveals is a deep sense of inadequacy, of not enoughness, of something's wrong with us. We are bad. We are not good enough. And it's very, very despair, despairing. It just leads us into this great sense of no matter what I do, I can't succeed. At least I'll say that's been my experience. And after being a spiritual counselor for a couple of decades, it's I'm not alone in that experience. I'll just say that. So the special love relationship is undertaken to offset the hate, but not to let it go. It doesn't heal it. It just gives us a... a Uh, the goal is to offset the hate, but not to heal it, right? So many things we go into, we don't have any sense that what we're really trying to do here is heal it, but we are, right? But we're looking in the wrong place, in the wrong face for the wrong reasons. He goes on to say, your salvation will rise clearly before your open eyes as you look on this. So how do we go about looking on this? I'm big on being contemplative. It has really been great for me. So being contemplative, what does that mean? To have a a topic that we'd like to have direct insight on, that we'd like to have a healing on, and holding it in our mind. So I'd like to... Discover the healing power of a holy relationship. I'd like to understand or know or see or somehow be in a holy relationship with people in my life and to permanently heal back to the root cause my own self-hatred and other people's self-hatred, all hatred. Let it dissolve and resolve permanently back to the root cause because I am willing to look within. 
I am metaphorically holding the hand of my own holiness, the I am presence, the pure presence, the Holy Spirit, the higher self, and saying, let's look, let's look. Uh, I've been, for the last, uh, oh, 10 days or so, I've been teaching the spiritual counseling training intensive that now I do once a year. And uh, it's part of my spiritual counseling certification program, certifying spiritual counselors. But anyone can take the intensive. We just have a, oh, it's one of my very favorite things to do. It's so beautiful, so deeply, profoundly healing for people. And um, it just is, mm, the love that people open to for themselves and for each other in this training is it just it's everything i live for is that that holiness emerging in our awareness and in our experience and one of the things that keeps coming to me as uh, each day of this training is uh the joseph campbell quote that uh, my friend Linda Soto often uh, reminds me of, which he said, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. And good God Almighty, that has been true for me, and I witness it with person after person after person who is willing to look within to bear witness to the patterns of the mind that form the attachments, the hatred, the jealousy, the lack and limitation, and keep it going. And to look beyond that to the perfect love that is always there. This willingness to look past the projections and the perceptions, to own them, to take responsibility for them, and then to move into that place of release and relief. So this is what Jesus is saying here. Your salvation will rise clearly before your open eyes as you look on this, the special hate relationship. He says you cannot limit hate. Hmm, That's an interesting statement. The special love relationship will not offset it, but will merely drive it underground and out of sight. And isn't that true? So the beginning of the special love relationship, people are falling in love. They're so happy. They found the answer in this other person. Or for some people, it could be a pet. For some people, it could be maybe even a house or a job or something like that. A new place to live where you're falling in love with the the environment and things like that. So the special love relationship will not offset the self-hatred. It will drive it underground and out of sight. We'll forget about it. We get caught up in the pleasures of romance and sexual relationship and and building family and community together with a new person in our life. Uh, or maybe it's a new job, like I said, or a new something that is going to distract us and drive that hatred underground and out of sight. But the time will come, because it has to, in order for us to awaken, the time will come. Our own higher self will ultimately lead us to the place where we become dissatisfied with what we thought was our Savior. This new person will become dissatisfied with ourselves in the relationship. They'll come up short. We'll come up short. Some combination. And the self-hatred will come to the surface for healing. Uh, 
It's not a bad thing. It's actually really, really helpful. Everything is helpful. All experiences are helpful. And we give everything all the meaning that it has for us. (laughs) Just feel that. Oh my goodness. I am coming up to my break here in just a moment. I can't believe it happens so fast sometimes. Ah, I'm so grateful for this connection and this opportunity to be with you. And uh, I've got a class coming up this week. My Forgive and Be Free class is coming up. It's a three-part class. I do it all in one week so that we can be prepared for the holidays, particularly Thanksgiving. If you'd like to do this work with me right now, come join me. All the details are at Jennifer Hadley. Plus more classes coming up, Undoing Unworthiness, so much. Check it out, jenniferhadley.com. Hey, guess what? I am Jennifer Hadley. (laughs) You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. We're walking the talk, we're living the love, and I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles. Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me again. Yeah, our topic is special hate and special love this week. And, ooh, it's a good one. Just in time for the holidays. And I also would like to let you know, just in time for the holidays, um, Masterful Living, my year-long program, is open for registration now. You can go to jenniferhadley.com and register. If you register now, you're going to get some live bonuses. And those live bonuses are my Forgive and Be Free class that is this week. It's a three-part class, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. Of course, you can get the replays, but... And of course, you can sign up for the class by itself, but if you sign up for my year-long Masterful Living course, you'll get it for free as a bonus. And we've got bonuses in December, bonuses in January. So if you register now, you'll get to take advantage of all the bonuses, and there are so many. So I encourage you to do that if you think you're interested in a year-long course with me. It's... uh, It's deeply fulfilling, and it's profoundly healing. And I know if it calls to you, you will answer that call. And also right now, we have at livingacourseofmiracles.com, we're offering the miracle circles. Well, that's Bodhi, Bodhi playing in the background. Uh, And so the miracle circles are a weekly meeting to discuss Living A Course in Miracles. You can find it if you go to livingacourseofmiracles.com and you go to the calendar. You can find the sign-up for the Miracle Circles there. You have to apply to become a member. It's a free program, but you do have to apply to become a member. And if you ever would like to see all the things that are going on with me, go to jenniferhadley.com, go to the events page, and you'll see what's coming up. I feel right now there is such an impetus that we each have to put an end to the divisiveness we're seeing all around us and to become that fulcrum point of healing in our family. So that's why at this time I like to do the Forgive and Be Free and the Undoing Unworthiness, these kinds of programs that can really support people and breaking these habits of consciousness so that we can set ourselves free and start the new year with a new attitude, as they say. Uh, so let's let's do it together. It's really exciting. It's so much fun. It, it truly, truly is liberating. I'm also this month, I am the guest speaker teacher at the Presenter Series. 
uh, and that has been wonderful. So we're halfway through the month. If you register now, you can get the whole month and get all the replays, and you can find those details on the events page at jenniferhadley.com as well. So I invite you to take a look at that. All right, let's get back into the special hate and the special love here. So as I was saying before the break, the special love relationship is designed to help us recognize the the self-hatred, but not to let it go. Right, but to recognize it now. Initially, we we start these special relationships thinking it's going to compensate, or as Jesus says, offset the hate. So, compensating for it, or somehow masking it, covering it up, solving it. But it doesn't do that. However, as he says here, your salvation will rise clearly before your open eyes as you look on this and this meaning the self-hatred. He says, you cannot limit hate. The special love relationship will not offset it, but will merely drive it underground and out of sight. So it's a distraction. The special love relationship is a distraction from our self-hatred, which just delays our healing. But ultimately, it is going to bring it um, to our awareness once again. He says, it is essential to bring it into sight and to make no attempt to hide it. For it is the attempt to balance hate with love that makes love meaningless to you. What does that mean? It is the attempt to balance hate with love that makes love meaningless to you. So if we think that we can balance out the self-hatred by finding someone who thinks that we're special, it makes love meaningless because love is what we are and it's recognizing love is what we are that is healing. It's actually extending love, sharing love, which is not what the special relationship is all about. Special relationship is about codependency. It's about affirming, without you, I'm nothing. Without you, I'm nothing. I can't live if living is without you. It's that kind of relationship. Also, a special relationship is the scales fall from our eyes and we see, uh, this person is not meeting my needs. They are not doing what I need them to do. And therefore, I've got to get away from them. I'm falling out of love, right? People fall in love, they fall out of love. It's all specialness. They fall into specialness and out of specialness. He says, the extent of the split that lies in this you do not realize. And until you do, the split will remain unrecognized and therefore unhealed. The symbols of hate against the symbols of love play out a conflict that does not exist. So you can think of what in your mind are the symbols of love, what in your mind are the symbols of hate, and how in special relationships they go back and forth. He he loves me, he loves me not. She loves me, she loves me not. I know you love me because you do these things. I need to know that you love me, right? It's all about that sense of incompleteness, unworthiness, and trying to find the perfect mask or cover-up, but not the healing, because the healing cannot come from someone else. It has to come from our being loving, loving without conditions, loving ourselves, loving others. That is the healing. So often people are looking for the answer, the way to heal. And simply being loving does not work for them. 
It's too much. It's too much to ask. The symbols of hate against the symbols of love play out a conflict that does not exist. Why doesn't it exist? Because love has no opposite. There is no real conflict. It's just the conflict in our mind that comes from saying we'd like the peace of God, saying we'd like to experience the love of God, but we are not willing to choose the means to experience it, to reclaim it as our natural state. He goes on to say, For symbols stand for something else, and the symbol of love is without meaning, if love is everything. You will go through this last undoing quite unharmed and will at last emerge as yourself. This is the last step in the readiness for God. Be not unwilling now. You are too near and you will cross the bridge in perfect safety, translated quietly from war to peace. For the illusion of love will never satisfy, but its reality, which awaits you on the other side, will give you everything. So, if we can be willing to truly trust that everything we desire will come to us when we commit to being loving, For me, I think of it as being all in for love, all in for God. And for many people, that doesn't have an appeal because they think that being all in for God, all in for love means giving up the things that they enjoy, the pleasures that they think of as sinful And it could be as simple as having a glass of wine or having ice cream or having sex or dancing, all kinds of things that people think they're going to have to give up because God would think of them as sins. Well, if we think of them as sins, we're going to project that onto God. God does the infinite mind of God which is our mind, does not know sin. There is no sin. But when we're ego-identified, we believe in sin and we're projecting it out onto the world. This is our choice. But we can choose to remember to laugh. Paragraph 3 here, and again, we're in chapter 16, section 4, which is entitled, The Illusion and the Reality of Love. Paragraph 3. The special love relationship is an attempt to limit the destructive effects of hate by finding a haven in the storm of guilt. It makes no attempt to rise above the storm into the sunlight. Right? So finding a haven, that's why I started calling it shelter against the storm, makes no attempt to rise above the storm into the sunlight. On the contrary, it emphasizes the guilt outside the haven by attempting to build barricades against it and keep within them. So it's protection from the storm, and as I've said many times, if we're seeing that special love relationship as protection against the storm, we're affirming that life is a storm, that somehow we we have decided life is a storm, and that's how we'd like to see it. I am responsible for what I see. I am responsible for seeing life as hard, for seeing it as a storm, and for seeing my partner as my uh, shelter against the storm. But the storm is in my mind. I am projecting it onto the world. The world is neutral. There is no storm. But if I perceive a storm, I'm going to see the storm. The special love relationship is not perceived as a value in itself, 
but as a place of safety from which hatred is split off and kept apart. The special love partner is acceptable only as long as he serves this purpose. Hatred can enter, and indeed is welcome in some aspects of the relationship, but it is still held together by the illusion of love. So the special relationship is still held together by the illusion of love. If the illusion goes, the relationship is broken or becomes unsatisfying on the grounds of disillusionment. And this is what happens. It's precisely what happens in these relationships. The special love relationship is not perceived as a value in itself, but as a place of safety from which hatred is split off and kept apart. As long as you love me, I don't have to look at my self-hatred. The special love partner is acceptable only as long as he serves this purpose. So when that special love partner no longer serves to help me forget about my self-hatred and make me believe I'm loved or lovable or valuable or validated, as soon as my partner stops doing that, the hatred is all that I can see and feel. And I might just project it onto my partner who's failed to love me, let me down. They're supposed to be my shelter from the storm. They're just part of the storm. All this is a mind game. So hatred can enter and indeed is welcome in some aspects of the relationship. Some people start to hate their partners Right, because they're not providing what they want. Such craziness. But it is still held together by the illusion of love. If the illusion goes, the relationship is broken or becomes unsatisfying on the grounds of disillusion. Love is not an illusion. It is a fact where disillusionment is possible. There was not love but hate. Where disillusionment is possible, there was not love but hate, for hate is an illusion, and what can change was never love. So that's an important thing to understand. That's why I love to quote Shakespeare's sonnet, Love is not love which alters when it alteration finds. So if we can fall in and out of love, it's not love. It's special relationship. Hate is an illusion, and what can change was never love. Love is unconditional. Love is unchanging. It is sure that those who select certain ones as partner, partners in any aspect of living and use them for any purpose which they would not share with others, are trying to live with guilt rather than die of it. So if you select certain ones as partners and use them for the purpose of being your shelter against the storm, distracting you from the self-hatred rather than healing it, rather than having a holy relationship, Keep us in that place of managing and coping and being distracted. It won't work ultimately. It will fail. Only love is real. Only love can truly succeed. This is the choice they see, right? To either die of the guilt Or learn to live with it. Jesus says, And love to them is only an escape from death. They seek it desperately, but not in the peace in which it would gladly come quietly to them. And when they find the fear of death is still upon them, the love relationship loses the illusion that it is what it is not. Right? When when they find that they still... Fear, 
death, fear, inadequacy, fear, not enoughness, all of this is getting triggered. Then the relationship is failing. It's failing to delude them into thinking all is well. Delude them into thinking they are lovable when deep down they believe that they're not. Of course they're lovable. Everyone is lovable. We are love. (laughs) And we will feel lovable when we become committed to being loving. Until then, we will not feel lovable. If we are not willing to extend love, we won't feel lovable. To have, give all to all. When the barricades against love are broken Fear rushes in and hatred triumphs. The barricade against love is the special relationship. It is. It is, it is. There are no triumphs of love, only hate is at all concerned with the triumph of love. The illusion of love can triumph over the illusion of hate, but always at the price of making both illusions. As long as the illusion of hatred lasts, so long will love be an illusion to you. And then the only choice remaining possible is which illusion you prefer. There is no conflict in the choice between truth and illusion. Seen in these terms, no one would hesitate. But conflict enters the instant the choice seems to be one between illusions. But this choice does not matter. Where one choice is as dangerous as the other, the decision must be one of despair. So sometimes in relationships, people get convinced in their own mind that love is a kind of a death, And the choice is between a special love relationship that is suffocating, that is um, torturous, so unsatisfying, or being without that special love relationship and drowning in the self-hatred. But the alternative to all of it is the holy relationship. The healed relationship. And this is where Jesus says this. So beautiful. I love this. is one of my favorite quotes in the course, in the text. This is chapter 16, section 4, paragraph 6. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. It is not necessary to seek for what is true, but it is necessary to seek for what is false. Every illusion is one of fear, whatever form it takes. And the attempt to escape from one illusion into another must fail. If you seek love outside yourself, You can be certain that you perceive hatred within and are afraid of it. Yet peace will never come from the illusion of love, but only from its reality. If you seek love outside yourself, you can be certain that you perceive hatred within and are afraid of it. So if we seek love in the special relationship, in the sanctuary of the shelter from the storm, thinking, you complete me, you validate me, you make me feel so very fulfilled, rather than love itself is what is my experience. I am love. And in this, (laughs) Bodhi's sneezing, and in this 
love of love, this experience of being loving, extending love. I am fulfilling my purpose. I am living the love. I am living my true nature and my true identity. That is how we find the healing. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. Special relationships, whether they're love relationships or hate relationships, are a giant detour and distraction. And if we find ourselves in the midst of them, we do not have to figure out how to escape, how to get out, or how to heal. We simply have to be willing to turn the relationship over, to turn our mind over to the higher Holy Spirit self, the I Am Presence, our own holiness. For that higher awareness knows how we got here and how to get out of here. And we will be led, guided, and directed. And not only that, we will bring the others with us. Holy relationship is the answer. Ain't nobody got time for that special relationship. (laughs) It's time to get holy. Let's get holy. Oh, my goodness. Ah, here we are at the end of another episode. It happens so fast. I can't believe it. Oh, my goodness. We're racing towards the holidays here. Let us be the fulcrum point of healing in all of our relationships, calling for holy relationships with everyone we're in relationship with. There's no extra charge. Yes, we do have to give up our opinions and judgments. We have to give up our attraction to unholiness. Let's do it right now. I'm grateful and I'm thankful for the love of God that shines in our hearts and minds now and forever. So grateful that our holiness is intact. It's leading us now. We are truly sharing the benefits with all beings because we are one with them. In gratitude, we let the healing be, and so it is. Amen. 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 I love you. God bless you. Mwah.